party Gather near The doctors in the house So lend them your ear The things he can say Might even make your day He might even help Your pain go away The doctor is In the house The doctor Yes, ladies and gentlemen, the doctor is in the house. This is Dr. Ron, host of Dr. Ron, unfiltered, uncensored, with a little extra podcast today before our regularly scheduled podcast at 4 p.m. on Tuesdays. Ladies and gentlemen, this program contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. And again, I do welcome you with an attitude of gratitude and ask you to please stay positive, exercise, keep your mind active, keep your body active. You know, spend some time outdoors if you can and uh, pick up a friend, pick up a friend. Yeah, sure. Pick up a phone and call someone and please use your logic and imagination because logic is essentially grounding and stabilizing. You know, it helps you to analyze any situation or cluster of information and see through to its validity or invalidity beyond deception. And gosh, are we have a lot of deception today, ladies and gentlemen, and this putting this all together will literally, literally rewire your brain to make you happier. And uh, you will be on your way to being the CEO of your own body and be able to make uh, medical decisions that are based on logic. So why am I here today? Well, so we got an A so far. All right, that is good to, to hear. I, I've been, uh, I live in a community of retired people here in Southwest Florida, and I hear people saying, you know, you're fight, actually fighting over to get their shots, driving hundreds of miles to get their shots, and wear it like a badge of courage. I got my shots. So after the second round of shots, 
the executive director sends out a bulletin saying, you know, continue to wear your mask, continue to wash your hands, continue to physical distancing. Nothing is changing. And people are going crazy. Well, I got my vaccine. Well, they did not know they didn't get a vaccine, right? If you, you know, my listeners know that they got an ex experimental gene therapy under the guise of a vaccine, but they didn't get a vaccine in the typical sense, right? Because vaccines are injecting you with uh, viral or bacterial particles that are either alive or attenuated so your body can build up immunity to them. With this COVID, you are getting injected with mRNA. It is a gene therapy. And it seems like a lot of people have not been a, not been doing their homework because they did not expect the adverse reactions that have been happening. Severe reactions involving, involving hospitalizations, Guillain-Barre syndrome, brain swelling, muscle weakness, paralysis, convulsions, seizures, stroke, narcolepsy, shock, heart attacks, autoimmune diseases, arthritis, joint pain, inflammation syndrome, and death, and anaphylactic shock. They did not do their homework to realize that this injection, this gene therapy, this experimental gene therapy will not prevent COVID-19. Even the Pfizer FDA briefing paper from December 10th of 2020 revealed 43% more suspected cases of COVID-19 in the vaccinated group than in the placebo group seven day after seven days of va vaccination. Of course, most people don't know that the companies have zero degrees liability. So if you're injured, you cannot sue. Manufacturers have complete indemnity. And will it end restrictive measures? Well, not here where I live. And according to Dr. Fauci, he acknowledges that the vaccines may prevent symptoms, but will not block the spread of the virus. And that is why the recipients of this injection will still need to wear masks, practice social distancing, avoid crowds, etc. And we're now finding out that this vaccine can make women sterile. So if you had, if you haven't been listening to this program or programs like this, you, you have no idea. And you got this shot thinking it's a vaccine. It was only labeled a vaccine. So it could be taken to market quickly. If it was labeled as it really is a biological gene therapy, they would have had to go through all the trials. Remember, they only went through two months of trials. Two months of trials, ladies and gentlemen. Six hundred and fifty-three reported deaths so far. Twelve thousand forty-four other injuries, according to the statistics from the CDC, as of February fourth. And remember, only 1%, 1% of reactions ever get reported, 
And as of February 10th, about 44.7 million people received one or both doses of this experimental gene therapy, either the Pfizer or the Moderna one. They have been granted, as I told you in the past, emergency use authorization. They have not been approved. They just have, have emergency youth, use authorization. They are still considered experimental until they are fully licensed. By the way, the average age of those who died was 77. The youngest was 23. The Pfizer vaccine was associated with 58% of those who died, while the Moderna vaccine was taken by 41%. There were 163 cases of Bell's palsy and 775 reports of anaphylaxis. And you've heard about the doctors who have died and people who have died from this uh, idiopathic thrombocytopenia. They lose their ability to clot. They have multi-system inflammation and die. Uh, there was a report on February 8th of a man in his 70s who collapsed and died as he was leaving the Javits Center in Manhattan 25 minutes after receiving the COVID vaccination and on and on and on. So again, I am not telling you not to get the vaccine, but I want you to be aware of what you're getting because it technically is not a vaccine. It's an experimental gene therapy injection. Now the CDC has come out and said COVID vaccination sites need intubation kits to treat anaphylactic shock. So it looks like they are acknowledging implicitly the high number of adverse effects associated with getting this experimental injection. Do you see where I'm trying to give you a little bit of an education? Okay. So this COVID-19 injection is not really a vaccine in the strict medical definition of a vaccine. It is more accurately an experimental gene therapy that could prematurely kill a lot of people and disable even more. And there, there's a lot of reasons for this. And Dr. Judy Mikovits talks about this. This mRNA is coded so it can get into the cells and doesn't de degenerate. But in our normal bodies, mRNA degenerates as soon as it does its job. But these little babies are going to stay in our system and they're going to pass through our blood-brain barrier and go to our brain. And that's why a lot of people that have had the vaccine or the injection complain of headaches, difficulty, concentration, brain fog, and the neurodegenerative conditions, like, you know, they get this Bell's palsy, they get uh, uh, paralysis, transient paralysis, because this, this injection gets to your brain. It has these PEG lipid nanoparticles. They in themselves are associated with a high degree of anaphylaxis or 
and the most severe type of allergic reaction you can have. So just a little bit about mRNA. You know, it goes into our bodies and it signals our immune system to have inflammation. And then it degenerates because their enzymes are taken away. But now we're injecting this mRNA to, and it's thermostable. It's resistant to breaking down. So it just continues. It should, it probably will just continue to fuel chronic long-term inflammation. And will it continue in the brain and cause brain inflammation? So it has been reported by many that anyone with an inflammatory disease, such as rheumatoid arthritis, Parkinson's disease, chronic Lyme disease, acquired immune deficiency or dysfunction, brain trauma, they should be very careful, especially Dr. Mikovic makes that quite clear. Well, it's good to see some signs that the audio is doing good today. So thank you out there. I really appreciate it. So let me go over here and uh, just give you an idea of uh, about these vaccines. What do we know about them? You, know, you don't read a lot about what's in them, do you? The Pfizer vaccine. It's approved for experimental use in 16 years of age and older persons. And it consists of two doses. It's given into your muscles 21 days apart. And you probably know it has to be stored at minus 94 degrees Fahrenheit because it's quite unstable. So what are the ingredients? Well, ladies and gentlemen, I cannot even pronounce all of them. But of the ones that are found in Pfizer vaccine, they include ALC 0315-4-hydroxybutylate, and it gives on and on and on. ALC 0159-2-polyethylene glycol, blah, blah, blah. Number three, 1-2-dysterol-SN-glycerol, whatever. Cholesterol, potassium chloride, potassium dihydrogen phosphate, sodium chloride, disodium hydrogen phosphate dihydrate, and sucrose. And make a note that none of the ingredients listed had their milligram doses. And not one of those have ever been used previously in an approved vaccine. So have they been tested for synergistic toxicity? Has there been stability testing for the breakdown of each ingredient when warm to room temperature from that minus from that minus 94 degrees Fahrenheit temperature? Have any of these chemicals been tested for allergic responses in humans or even in animals? And as I said, Pfizer nor the FDA have any idea if this vaccine will prevent infection or even if the antibodies will persist for a long term. How about the Moderna vaccine? 
It's also an mRNA vaccine that is being, the mRNA is used to induce an antibody response to the spike protein. Moderna is approved for 18 years of age and older. It's also given in two doses intramuscularly, the second dose a month after the first, 28 days versus 21 for Pfizer. And this vaccine is stored at minus four degrees. So there are some ingredients listed in the Moderna fact sheet. So it has synthetic messenger RNA and lots of words after that. The Moderna patent states that the mRNA also encodes for protein flagellin, an unapproved vaccine adjuvant that is used to stimulate pro-inflammation. It has lipid SM102, whatever. It has lipid 1,2, diesterol, whatever. It has lipid cholesterol. It has trometamine, 31 milligrams. This is a prescription medication used to treat metabolic acidosis. It has trometamine hydrochloride. It has acetic acid, sodium acetate, and sucrose. So I want you to ask yourselves, are you willing to be injected with something unknown and never tested before in humans? You have to ask yourself and question everything. And you have a right to question everything. So the AstraZeneca, we won't get into right now because it looks like it's on hold. I will tell you that the Pfizer vaccine is pulling out of India because India, India wanted more clinical trials. Pfizer was unwilling to do it, so they're not going to use the vaccine in India. The AstraZeneca vaccine, I will tell you, has the genetically modified human embryonic kidney cells. That's from an aborted fetus. The AstraZeneca vaccine has cells from aborted fetus. And it has also a list of of uh, ingredients like histidine, histidine chloride, magnesium chloride, hexadrate, polysorbate 80, ethanol, sucrose, sodium chloride, disodium ethate, dihydrate, and water. Do you know that it was reported in October that there were studies done with this at the University of Oxford and then it, in May, it was reported that all the vaccinated monkeys treated with the Oxford vaccine became infected when challenged. So even though these monkeys were vaccinated, they came down with the virus when the real virus was challenged them, was it, was they, when they were exposed to the real virus.
and they were allowed to continue with this vaccine. Why? Because the vaccine, the even though the vaccine did not protect the animals from infection, it did moderate the disease. And that's the logic that's going to be used for all the vaccines. It doesn't prevent anything, but it decreases your symptoms. Okay, so let's say uh, we have one caller that wants to talk. Let's do that, please. Oh, what happened here? Okay, um, how do we do this? A caller, let's see. Let's see if we can get her in here. There we go. Okay, okay. number 526. Yes. How can um Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Can you hear me? Okay, so it looks like sometimes, even though the audio is good, we cannot hear our callers, even though they're connected. Sorry about that. Um, caller 526, we will try another browser again. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is what we're talking about, okay? We're talking about an experimental injection. Can you hear me? That has never, ever been used before and never tested more than two months. The lipid nanoparticle system has never been tested or approved before. And I don't have it in front of me, but I, I know that the Moderna people had major problems, had to abandon this type of research in 2017 because of a high rate of adverse effects. So everybody that writes about this is concerned that this first dose can prime the body to have an immune reaction to these lipid particles and this PEG. And this PEG is in both vaccines, if you want to call them that. Just remember, they were called vaccines so they could bypass a lot of years of clinical trials. So, there are a lot of immunologists around the world that are not on the payroll of pharmaceutical companies or, or, and are, that are not bureaucrats that have a lot of problems with these injections. In fact, there's a recent article in the journal Microbiology and Infectious Diseases by a veteran immunologist, Dr. Klassen, who states, quote, RNA-based COVID vaccines have the potential to cause more disease than the epidemic of COVID-19, unquote. So he is warning us that these new vaccines, as we're going to call them for now, could create new potential mechanisms of, of uh, vaccine adverse effects that may take years to come to light. You need to be aware before you let you know, get your injection. If you you know if you know all this and you take the injection, that's fine. But. As I, as I said, I am not anti-vaccination. I'm just for transparency and full disclosure so that you as a patient, as a 
client of, of these drug companies know what you're getting into. So I would advise you to look up Judy Mikovits, Dr. Dolores Cahill, the Children's Health Defense. Okay, to get more information. And Dr. Sherry Tenpenny. Dr. Sherry Tenpenny. She has a website called Vaxter, V-A-X-X-T-E-R. Just learn about this so-called vaccine. Learn about this genetically genetic uh, injection. Or as Judy Mikovits calls it, experimental gene therapy under the guise of immunity. Never has been tried before successfully. And remember, Moderna in 2017 had to cut off their study because of the so many... Reactions. Okay, so just wanted to get that information out. I want to make sure you continue, though, to be positive, eat healthy, be active, reduce your stress, get plenty of sleep, try and get rid of any emotional baggage you're carrying around, guard against being negative because that's, that's you want to keep your vibration level high so you can fight anything that comes down the road. And tomorrow we have some more information on uh, our, the microbiome, especially the microbiome of our gut, how it relates to diabetes, our immunity. Okay, and then we're going to talk a little bit about plastics and chemicals in our environment, especially glyphosate and how that can set you up for getting this virus. Remember, the virus is SARS-CoV-2, SARS-CoV-2. That is the virus. The disease is COVID-19. So if you just have SARS-CoV-2, the virus, you may not have any problems. It's just like having them, you know, you have a, a cold virus in your system, but you really don't have the cold. And that's why a lot of people tested positive for that PCR test because they had other viruses in their body. And anyway, the, the cycle thresholds of the test was so high, it was almost guaranteed to be over 90% false positives. But if you have a positive test and you have symptoms and you will say, say it's the smell and taste and so forth, you may have COVID-19, the disease. But I'm going to blow your mind because you're not going to hear this too many places. They have not isolated this SARS-CoV-2 virus as yet. In Europe, I was... Uh, notified by a physician there that there's a 250,000 euro reward if someone comes up with a picture of this virus. So I'm going to let you just think about that. I mean, and, and check it out. So far as we know, they have snippets of it and they modeled the rest on a computer. And you know, that's what got us into this mess with that stupid modeler from Great Britain that predict millions of deaths. In fact, we probably have had like 13 to 14,000 deaths. The rest have been deaths that would have occurred naturally anyway. The 65,000 flu deaths every year, remember we're down to what, 100 flu deaths? They were all put into, uh, into that bucket of deaths. And I can tell you, um, I don't have it in front of me now, but it looks like the CDC inflated the COVID numbers by 1,600%. 1,600%. Okay. 
1,600%. And here it is here. According to the Public Health Initiative of the Institute for Pure and Applied Knowledge, the study asserts that the CDC willfully violated multiple federal laws, including the Information Quality Act, the Paper Reduction Act, the Administrative Procedures Act. Also on the main level, a dedicated that's not really something you have here. So, it looked like 6% of this 400,000 is probably somewhere near uh, what the actual death rate is from this, uh, this virus. And we knew all along that the death certificates were being fudged because hospitals got more money if they put COVID down. And they didn't even have to have a test, you know that? All they had to have is a physician say, I think that was COVID. And put it down as a contributor. Now the CDC says just just six percent of the people counted as COVID nineteen deaths died of COVID nineteen alone. Remember, COVID nineteen is having the symptoms. So clearly, you can afford that. See, you see, what well, I want you to think for yourself, and I want you to get information. I want to thank uh, listener 526 for uh, monitoring the audio. Sorry I couldn't get you connected, but we will use a different browser tomorrow when we do our regularly scheduled program. So I thank you for uh, monitoring this. It's a big help. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I just wanted you to know this. So this is not a – I'm not taking questions or what have you, but uh, – I want you to know what's going on uh, tomorrow. As I said, we're going to talk about glyphosate and plastics and the microbiome because the microbiome had, even though we've talked about it, and you, my long-term listeners know I've talked about this since this whole situation started. I, I call it a superior interior because of the high percentage, over 80% of our immunity is in our gut. Now, even more uh, studies are coming out showing how, how this is something how we're going to keep ourselves living longer. Keep our melatonin levels up, ladies and gentlemen. Get a good night's sleep. You know, and you know, you should be taking right now every day quercetin, zinc, vitamin C, of course, melatonin and vitamin D3. And to make vitamin D3 more effective, you should combine that with vitamin K2 and magnesium. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. Uh, thank you, 526. And uh, we're going to uh, sign out now. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Have a great rest of the day. Hey, everybody. Dr. Ron's finished for the day. I hope you got some good wisdom. What the man had to say. If it's all about good health, he's the man you got to see. He has a lot more answers for you. So tune in next week when the doctor is in the house. Or when the doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house. The doctor is in Doctor is in the house. 
let the doctor know what's bothering you. I'm sure he can tell you just what to do. The doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you. When the doctor is in the house. So if you have a pain, call the doctor. If you have a strain, call the doctor. Let the doctor know what's bothering you. When the doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. See you next week. <laughs>